Um, this is the Reprojection Podcast. My name is Scott Kingston. Welcome to episode eight, um, which is on the Monster Squad, chosen by uh, my uh, co-host Mike, um, who is going to talk us through today's uh, synopsis. We're going to we'll keep it brief. Although I'd say of the films we've done, this is probably the least well known. So he might. I don't know. I don't know if you want to flesh it out a bit, but uh, yeah, you're going <clears> to. <throat> Yep. Okay. No pressure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, know, I was, was going to say that to you before we hit record, but I thought, you know what? I'll just uh, put him on the spot. So uh, give us That's details. All right. Well, you've done that. So <laughs> give yourself a fucking pat on the back. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Monster Squad from 1987. Um, the logline I've got here from the IMDb, which is uh, you can find it inside the internet. Uh, a young group of monster fanatics attempt to save their hometown from Count Dracula and his monsters. Uh, also, it doesn't say here, but I should probably point out, sponsored by Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> Was it sponsored? I never clocked that. Was it sponsored by Burger King? Well, I don't know if it was officially, but there's there are there's three Burger King references. Mm. Uh, and also, it's probably sponsored by Pepsi as well, because... Every available opportunity, there's Pepsi, so um, yeah. that's all right. You've got to raise funds when you're making a f- when you're making a film, and that's one good way to do it. Product placement, so good for you, uh, Fred Decker. Yeah, Fred Decker. I mean, I thought I must admit I thought this film. I, I must have confused myself because when you said Monster Squad um, at the end of the last episode, it was the one you were going to choose. I thought I'd seen it when, in fact, I had not. So uh, it mm. was it was a new one on me. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What were your it, thoughts? <laughs> it, 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 it had its moments. It had its moments. Um, yeah. I mean, it was it's your sort of standard 80s kind of horror. It was kind of a mixture of like sort of Goonies and uh, I don't know. It, it was, it was, I was going to say a mixture of Goonies and someone else, but I can't think of someone else. So scratch that. Um, it was, it was, <laughs> it was, it was good. It was good. It was, um, I mean, I love the, obviously the, uh, the, 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 the token fat kid. Um, yep. who who literally just gets called Fat Kid. Um, oh, mate. The, the nicknames in this film are fucking... I, I can't imagine it took him very long because you've got Fat Kid, who's a yeah. fat kid, yeah. and you've got Scary German Guy, who scary. is, um, for all intents and purposes, a scary German guy. Yeah, it's true. I, I mean, to be fair, Fat Kid, was his real name is Horace, so I'd, mm. I'd probably rather be called Fat Kid too, to be fair, yeah. given the choice. Even if, even if I wasn't fat. Yeah, yeah. I take that. I take that on the chin. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I mean, yeah. And then the, yeah, you got scary German guy, the sort of uh, kindly uh, pedophile. Um, it, it's, it's, it's definitely it's just definitely. There was a bit in the film. I mean, I'm skipping a few chapters, but the scene that stood out for me was when they have to find a a, a virgin to bring out. To to read to read out a, a saying to kind of undo the curse of the amulet or that, and there's this girl, they say to this girl, uh, "Are you a virgin?" And she sort of goes, "Yeah, yeah, I'm a virgin." And all the German guy instantly goes, "Maybe we should all go back to mine and uh, eat, <laughs> and eat some and eat some pie." And of course, when I say pie, I mean your little for China. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's, he's definitely got some moments in this film. Um, so just to, to give a bit of background on the story, mm. essentially, it starts starts off 100 years in the past. Uh, Van Helsing is trying to banish uh, Dracula and the other monsters into a portal, which can be opened using a virgin and an amulet, yeah. uh, a magical amulet. Um, virgin's uh, got to read out some magic words, opens a portal. Unfortunately, they fuck it all up. Uh, it doesn't go so well. Dracula hibernates for a hundred years, uh, and it all kicks off again in present day, nineteen eighty-seven. Oh yeah, um, these uh, this group of kids who uh, have a little monster club in a in a fucking little- very oddly placed treehouse. Yeah. Are, uh, are tasked well. They task themselves with uh, w- with stopping Dracula, the Wolfman, the Mummy, the creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah, uh, uh, who's the other one? Frankenstein, Frankenstein. Wolfman. 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 Um, so, yeah, the film, uh, first of all, it's co-written by Shane Black, who starred in Predator. Okay. But he, he, he also was a writer of Lethal Weapon, Last Action Hero, Iron Man 3, The Nice Guys, and the most recent Predator film, I think it was from 2018, The Predator. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is a little bit of trivia for you. Uh, and Stan Winston 
did the the monster creature effects in this, and he is widely regarded as one of the best in the business. Nice, um, nice. He's got uh, lots and lots of credits to his name. Um, yeah, fantastic special effects artist. Yeah, no, it's. I mean, the the the, um, the effects on that weren't bad for considering his what nine eighty seven. It weren't that bad. Yeah, I mean, all the yeah, all the prosthetics and creature effects were absolutely fantastic. There were quite a few fucking weird <laughs> superimposed bats <laughs> <laughs> popping up all over the place, which look, did look quite shit. Now that I look back on it. Yeah, it, it, I mean. <sighs> It's it's a good. I, I, lo- I loved the the fat kid's wardrobe. He always had a Larry outfit on. He was sort of he was mm-hmm. sort of just like a sort of young chubby Timmy Mallet, which I always thought was um... <laughs> Timmy Lumphammer. <laughs> he was he was he had, he had some Larry. I mean, as if being a fat kid in the eighties wasn't a tough tough enough. He thought, yeah, you know what? No. I'll dress like a cunt as well. Why not? Let's. Do it. <laughs> so, um, what what are the opening scenes you meet the fat kid in? Um, he, he, he's eating the Snickers. Yeah, and he's but the, 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 one of the things they kind of break the traditional eighties barriers, and that the the school hard nut is actually friends with the fat kid. So when he's getting bullied, the school the school tough guy rocks up on his bike, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, I see, I see, you met my friend Horace," and it's a bit like, "What? What? This this isn't right. This is this, this isn't typical eighties movie formula. Why is the bully friends with the fat kid?" Uh, yeah, you should have t- you should have two uh, slightly smaller kids stood behind you, sort of doing the the Robin from the sixties Batman thing of like punching his hand yeah. and waiting waiting to fucking slap somebody. Yeah. And going yeah every time the bully says something. Yeah, it, it's it was. I mean, it, it, I liked the whole. The, I liked the, the the story behind it. I mean, um, the the bit when. <laughs> Obviously, they break into the lair when the. I mean, one of my favourite scenes to put this film into some context is when the fat <laughs> kid kicks Wolfman in the nuts. Um, <laughs> Wolfman's got nards. Wolfman has got nards, um, <laughs> which is apparently another word for testicles. Nards. I'm not sure I've heard that one before. I like it though. Yeah, I didn't dislike I it. I like it. Yeah, it's it, it's a bit. It's probably easier for an American to say because I think if you were to, like because in like when I say it, nards, it just sounds like I can't say nuts properly. Yeah, yeah. It, it, <sighs> It's it's not it's not one uh, you go down a pub and use no nods. It's I think it's definitely an American thing. But mm. um, I mean, there's there's a few. I mean, you've got uh, what the head of this little group, uh, the 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 monster, uh, the monster is uh, Sean, isn't it? Sean, yeah, that's yeah, it, yeah. And he's got a little sister that keeps wanting to um, that keeps wanting to join the club. She's about five, and yeah. At one point, Dracula brings back because he's assembling this squad to take over, you know, <laughs> and he brings back Frankenstein, who, uh, yeah. who who sort of wanders off. Um, he sort of charges. Uh, I think Dracula says to Frankenstein, uh, who's clearly a fucking tard, and he says, to him, "Oh, you need to go and uh, you need to go and get that book back, the Van Helsing book back from these kids." So, uh, he, uh, yeah, he's got his best man on the job there. The bloke who can barely fucking walk. Uh, yeah, I know. I mean, you'd have been better off sending the fucking Wolfman, quite honestly. Yeah. Who- <laughs> <laughs> so it's i think the point of this film is that somebody wanted to make uh a sort of tribute to the old universal uh monster films yeah from like the 30s yeah, yeah um so they brought them all together that it's all sort of happens quite conveniently <laughs> they all just sort of fall into each other's lap yeah um but uh, yeah, so the Wolfman's there as well, and the, f- the first thing you see of him is a bloke in the in the uh, police station, just shouting that he's a werewolf. No. Um, which is, uh, I mean, where's he? Be- is he just become a werewolf? Does yeah. he do this in every town? Um, I'd like to point out though that bloke who uh, who turns into the werewolf is actually Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite. No way! <laughs> fucking. Oh, I fucking love Napoleon Dynamite. I'm really disappointed in myself. Whenever I clock that. Yeah, it's it's difficult to it's uh, difficult to spot. What do you want to bet I can throw a football over those mountains? <laughs> oh, fucking love Uncle Rico. <laughs> fucking brilliant. It's best thing about that fucking film. Throws a stake at the his head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we could do we could do Napoleon Dynamite. I could talk for a long time about that. Oh, we'll do it. Yeah, we could do Napoleon. I think. Well, I think eventually we'll have to move away from the childhood classics when we sort of run out of good films to do. So we can certainly start doing more sort of modern ones because I think that was about two thousand three, four, something like that. Napoleon. But that's a yeah, definitely. Film. Um, yeah, that's a great film. Yeah, um, and, uh, and the Wolfman. I mean, he seems absolutely terrified that he's going to turn into a werewolf. He's asking the police to lock him up. Yeah, 
And uh, all he seems to do once he becomes a werewolf is just sort of run around behind Dracula carrying all his shit for him. Yeah. So he's, just, he's essentially just a They're supernatural. They're going to carry the sun. <laughs> it just says that in the old phone box, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> They're going to carry our sun. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, it, the whole... I, I, I mean, getting back to the, the... So the little sister who keeps being desperate to join the monster squad. So, oh, yeah. So Frankenstein rocks up about halfway through the film. He's been sent to get this book back off the kids. They, they, they've ended up with it. I think his mum... I think Sean's mum gave it to him. He, he's ended up yeah. with, with, with Van Helsing. Another convenient plot point. Just like, So they've got yeah. it. They've got, there's no thought behind it. Oh, I've got you this book. No, no real explanation. <laughs> so she's, he's got this fucking book. Dracula has sent Frankenstein to go and retrieve it. Um, as soon as Frankenstein rocks up, he's like, you know what? I think I prefer hanging around with kids to to, to these uh, to, to the monsters. So fair play. Do you know what? I'm not even judging him so much that, for being a nonce there because he's a bit of a simpleton. So he's probably, you know. Well, I mean, there is a bit later on when they're in the treehouse where he, he spots a girl changing. He does. Through the window and gets very excited by that and accidentally takes a photograph. Yeah, he does. I mean, the girl's of age, to be fair, I think. It's the older sister, right? It's uh, it's Patrick. So the other kid, sort of the the the, the number two kid. Yeah, he's uh, it's his sister. Yeah, yeah. It's it, and then I mean, what gets me is this this five year old get so uh, they they have to get a virgin to so sort of skipping forward a few chapters to to get this curse undone. They have to have a a, a virgin quote from uh, this book, this Van Helsing book in German, right? And they recruit <laughs> they recruit this teenage girl to do it. And uh, she's half. She she completes everything. She does. The, she does the whole speech, and they all start cheering. Oh, you smashed it! And nothing happens. And someone just goes to her. You're not a virgin, are you? She's and she she just goes. Oh yeah, I'm a slag. Um, she's like, oh well, there was Steve, but he doesn't really count. Yeah, it doesn't really count. So uh, apologies to Steve there. That can't have been very good for the old ego. Yeah, um, old Steve. But there's a, isn't there a bit where I think the fat kid is talking about the, the sister, and he's like, oh, all she, all she ever does is hang around and let guys touch her tits. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, why you'd go to her in the first place? <laughs> I know it wouldn't be it wouldn't be your go to the sort of the the, the, to- the token. The token titter of of of, yeah. of the uh, of the of the town, and what I love is she goes, yeah, all right, you've got me, I'm a virgin. <laughs> she to, so she's actually decided she'd rather be known as a virgin than have slept with the Steve guy. So uh, yeah, I can't I can't imagine he <laughs> poor was old a, Steve, poor old Steve indeed. But the um the, the way that the, the way that they get her to admit that she's a virgin is a bit creepy because the 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 picture that Frankenstein actually accidentally took of her they use rudy who's the bully kid who joins the group yeah. he, he uses that picture to bribe her yeah it's just it's a fucking weird scene yeah he essentially is essentially fetched to uh to nude shame her um <laughs> if she doesn't read this fucking german which she does and doesn't work because she's not a fucking virgin and then so what they do is here's what gets me they turn to the five-year-old uh, sister but one of the boys goes up to her and says are you a virgin to the five-year-old girl <laughs> To the five-year-old girl, he goes up to her and says, are you a virgin? Can you read this? I mean, She's like, well, there was Steve, but he doesn't care. <laughs> fucking five-year-old girl. You're a virgin. Like, oh, no, I've been around. I've been around. Oh, they fucking passed me around preschool, they did. I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and, and, then when it gets, and then when it gets confirmed that she's doing the reading, the old German bloke, I will help her. And he, he grabs her out of the car and, and it's... Yeah. Can't fucking wait, can he? Oh, my perhaps we should go back to mine. Uh, like, yeah. uh, <laughs> for, for some pie. For some pie. Uh, I, I mean, um, it, 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 I, know <laughs> he, I know he's portrayed as like a secret, because the whole thing is that they're all scared of this bloke for the first half of the film, but then it turns out he's a really nice guy. But even after it's revealed he's a nice guy, there's still something fucking dodgy about him. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he they, they go to his house, don't they? Because they, they decide that the only person in the whole town who can translate German is the is is scary German guy? He's the creepiest bloke in the whole town. I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's not a bad shout because German is in his name, but um, at the same time, just a just a group of kids all rolling up at some creepy old details. Yeah, but it's because oh, right, he gives them all pie. No, and, he, uh, he must have. Fucking Christmas would come at once when they were fucking <laughs> knock, when they fucking knocked on his door. Hello, it's, it's flattening down his hair and like spraying his spraying his breath. <laughs> Oh yes, it is scary German guys. Time to shine. <laughs> and, uh, 
Come in, <laughs> come in, children. Oh. Look on the fat kid's face when he hands in that plate of pie. <laughs> Fucking hell. The fat kid's a paedophile's dream, isn't he? Oh, the fat, the fat kid's great because there's a scene when Frankenstein first first kid turns up. They all try and hide, and the fat, <laughs> and and the fat kid jumps in a bin, and I thought that was fucking ambitious. That was ambitious. I mean, a biffer bin maybe he's got an outside chance, but this is your standard everyday trash can. And the fat kid jumps in, and he must immediately have thought, "I'm not getting in here. I'm not getting in here. <laughs> not by some way." Yeah, that's a good. That's a good bit of that because uh, Frankenstein's already made friends with the little sister, and she's like, "Don't be chicken shit." <laughs> yeah. To the rest of the kids. So that yeah, so the, the the younger sister showed them all up. But um but yeah. No, power. Yeah. I mean the fat kid he gets this little moment at the end as well when he shoots he shoots the uh clip from the black lagoon and, uh, <laughs> yes, and the kid's shotgun. The kid the kids that bullied him earlier, the kids that like what the basically the, the first thing you see him, he's he walking along with a chocolate bar uh, <laughs> in in one of his Hawaiian shirts. I mean it's the budget, it's the most stereotypical <laughs> fat kid I've ever seen. And these two yeah. kids come up to him and they they uh they stamp on his chocolate bar and I think they try and make him eat it. Um which to be fair, I don't think that would have put him off anyway. But um yeah. but um but that's when Rudy turns up, the kind of tough guy of the group, and he, he makes lights the- a match off his shoe, doesn't he? And lights his fag with uh, it. Oh yeah, yeah. And then he uh, goes, uh, I see you met my friend Horace. And oh, you dropped your chocolate bar, and he so they make the guy that was beating up the fat kid eat the chocolate bar in a yeah. in a sickening twist of fate. Um, Justice. Oh, and um, yeah, it's it's so that's when you first meet Horace, and at the end, um, you see those two kids again, and uh, the fat kid shoots the Brett kicks with the Black Lagoon again, and these two bullies sort of go to Mar. Well done, fat kid. He just turns around, cocks the shotgun, and goes, "My name is Horace." <laughs> <laughs> that was a, that was an oddly satisfying moment in the film, actually, for me. It was speaking as somebody who was a fat kid. Uh, well, I, I, I was hoping, it, I was hoping he was just going to turn around and blow him away, and just be like, "Yeah." <laughs> Fucking shoot! Yeah, that's right. I'm I'm a school shooter. You've pushed me to it. Your fault. I just, <laughs> but um, not not to be. I mean, there were some cool scenes. I like the scene with the with Rudy when he uh when he takes out those three fucking vampire brides. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, he's got he's got the old he's got a he sort of very unsubtly he goes to a because sort of when they find out that Dracula's rocked up in the town and he's trying to get the amulet, they all try and prepare for it. And Rudy rocks <laughs> up to a uh, he goes up to a what's what's the bow and arrow thing again? What's it called? Uh, it's not bow and a, arrow. It's not equestrian. What's it fucking called? Uh, Quiver. No, when when they shoot you, when they shoot it when they shoot bows and arrows at all. What's it fucking called? Archery. Archery, right? He turns up at an archery session, doesn't he? And um, takes, yes, and, uh, and and just sort of, I, I think does the most unsubtle theft in the world when he takes that bow and arrow. <laughs> I mean, it's it's. I think he tries to put it in his coat. I think he has to put it in his jacket sleeve. Just the oh, it's the fucking bow and arrow, and no one's going to notice. <laughs> It's too big for him as well, because I mean, although he's the school bully, he's not exactly like a big beefcake. No, he's not that much bigger than the other kids. He just obviously wears a leather jacket. But he wears a leather jacket and gels his hair. Therefore, he is the school cool kid. Um, Absolutely. Such as such as. Cool. No, no, cool. No, I was just going to say subtlety doesn't seem to be his his strong suit because at some point, at uh, one point during the film, he's making silver bullets at school. In class, yeah, he is. Yeah. I mean, first of all, which fucking school was he going to that making bullets is on the curriculum? <laughs> and, and secondly, like, did he? Where did he get that fucking thing? The little thing that you pour the metal into, like the cast or whatever. Where did he get that? Uh, uh, there was a lot of convenience in this film <clears> where, <throat> where, where <throat> things just happened without you really being explained to you how it did. Like them coming in possession of the book, For, uh, yeah. Dr- Dracula being within about. 20 meters of his entire posse even though no <laughs> i mean he just pulled he just pulled frankenstein he just went to a lake outside a house and just pulled frankenstein out of the river and just went here you go he's with me now yeah it happened happened to be the same lake that the creature of the black lagoon was just hanging out in yeah it was it, yes. it was it was it was it was like an anchor man but it's like actually evening news team assemble and they're all just in the bar next to him <laughs> <Let's go. laughs> we've literally been here this whole time <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's um I mean Dracula himself, I mean he was played by I, I didn't recognise the actor, it was Duncan Regia Regar. I don't recognise yeah. I don't recognise many of the actors in this, to be honest. <clears throat> no, I mean I know the guy who played Frankenstein was Tom Noonan, who yeah. uh is a quality actor. He's like a character actor, pops up in uh, lots of things like Red Dragon he's in, uh he plays Francis Dollarhide. Um 
and he's also in RoboCop 2, which is... Ah, RoboCop's classic. Fucking absolute classic. Um, yeah. Uh, what else is he in? He's in a few other bits. He's, he's actually a pretty good character actor. He's got he's got the right... Fa- oh, he's also the baddie in Last Action Hero. Oh, no. That, that isn't Christopher Lloyd the baddie in Last Action Hero? No, I think you're thinking of uh, Roger Rabbit. So I thought Last... Uh, really? Oh, I, thought, I thought Christopher Lloyd was in Last Action Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, no... <clears throat> Yeah, no, you might be right. Actually, it's nothing. A quick Google contact. So Tom Noonan. Let's have a look. Oh no, you're quite right. He's in Last Action Hero. Yeah, I was probably thinking. I must have been thinking of Roger Rabbit. You're right. Oh well, I mean, this I'm often thinking of Roger Rabbit. (laughs) Yeah, no, he is. He's in it. Um, but yeah, it's um, I mean, Dracula himself has his moments. There's a bit when he says to because because the 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 lead that the Sean's dad is a policeman, which I don't think something Mm. we've touched on. Yeah. Uh, and and he um, it, at one point confronts Dracula, and Dracula says to him, "I will have your son." Um, yeah, yeah, I'd be worried about that. Oh yeah, he's going to drive a straight through him, all right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when all else fails, make nonce jokes. Um, oh, he's going to drain him dry. <laughs> Off blood, I mean. <laughs> Uh, it's, 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 yeah, I, I liked it. I, I liked it. I, I hadn't seen it before. It was, it was cool. It was just sort of stereotypical 80s film. I, um, yeah, I, 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 I thought it was good. It was, it was, um, did they ever make a sequel or anything? Or was it just a standout uh, film on its own? I don't, I don't think they did. No. I mean, I probably would have known about it. This film is one that I used to watch all the time when I was a kid. <clears throat> I used to watch, uh, I, you can tell how my childhood was, I mean, Teen Wolf and this. Oh, speaking of Teen Wolf, <laughs> did you notice, uh, did you notice that at the beginning of the film, Sean's wearing a, a shirt that says Stephen King rules? Yeah, 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 I did. Yeah. Oh, was well, that, was that like a... Uh... He's obviously got the same tailor as Styles, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Styles. <laughs> <laughs> he loved it. He loved a little slogan on a t-shirt, that fella. He definitely did. Stephen no, King does rule, though. I'll allow it. Oh, I like a bit of Stephen King. He's made so... It... Mm. Green Mar. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's made some good shit, man. Others. But, um... <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I just, um, yeah, I, I, I thought in total, like, I mean, it was, it was one of them ones. It was kind of half comedy, half horror. But, I mean, um, the bit at the end when, when the girls, when the, the when the portal gets opened up because the five-year-old girl mm. said the, the, the German thing and uh, they all start getting sucked away at Frankenstein. <laughs> tries holding on to the little girl's hand. She's like, don't leave me, Frankenstein. And it just shows him slowly getting sucked in and he goes, and it just, I mean, it's one of them scenes you probably have to watch it to realise that it was quite funny, but it was just the way he's kind of floating away. It it amused me, I won't lie. (laughs) You can can tell exactly how evil Dracula is in this film because of the way the little girl gets the amulet. And he yeah. goes, give me the amulet, you bitch. Yeah, he calls a five-year-old girl. The, 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 it's, it's like everyone else in the film seems to not see that this girl was five years She gets after she's a virgin. She gets calls a bitch. I'm surprised no one gave her a punch. <laughs> Honestly, she's like she doesn't get the, the kid treatment that most kids get in films. She, no. Her sexual history gets questioned, and she gets, <laughs> and she gets called names. It's... <laughs> Well, at least Dracula didn't call her a prick tease or anything like that. No, she's also allowed to swear. She she gets a honestly, she she's the most adult treated child in a film I think I've ever seen. Yeah, I also think she's probably one of the one of the best characters. Well, she's one of the sort of like strongest characters in the film. She gets to do all the cool shit. Yeah, yeah, she knock does. about with scary German guy for the most part. Yeah, what was that? It was Phoebe, wasn't it? That was that was Phoebe. Yeah. yeah, Phoebe. Yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah it's. It, I mean, and then you. Can... There's a bit when they when they when they take the amulet from Dracula because he's had it for most of the film. He discovered it, but they, the kids go and take it. And I, still, I, still, I, still, I, still, I know where you're going with this. And I go like on, it. go on. No, we... <laughs> is this the garlic bread moment? Yeah. <laughs> as if, to, as if to illustrate, right? As if to illustrate that this is a fat kid in a movie, right? Because <laughs> he's Dracula. And he has, and there's obviously been a long-standing one of the things that's been uh, sort of popular in, in, in fiction about Dracula is that he's not good with garlic, and the fat kid just pulls some garlic bread out of his pocket and rubs it on Dracula's face. They got to taste. 
This is his Goldberg stealing the hot dog moment. Isn't it, it? it definitely is. I mean, he's just he just pulls a bit of garlic bread out of his pocket. I'm a fat kid. Of course I've got food in my pocket. And he pulls out a slice of garlic bread, shoves it in Dracula's face, and they get away. And as they're driving away, the main kid, Sean, says, if we get away with this, I'm going to shit. Um, <laughs> which I thought it's... Okay, I mean, celebrate how you, however you choose, I guess. But yeah, if we pull this off, I'm going to shit. <laughs> That's the bit where the, the mummy catches up with them, isn't it? And so they're on this car. They've got the so scary German guy is, is driving a jeep. Uh, big old, looks like it was it's from the war. Yeah, I mean, he's quite uh, old, so I can see why he'd shit himself in celebration because <laughs> just shits himself regularly anyway. <laughs> imagine, Even when he's not celebrating. I'd imagine that's a semi regular occurrence, the Mr. German guy. Uh, we pull this well, off yeah. on <laughs> We pull this off on going shit. I'm he himself is more than semi regular. <laughs> But yeah, so they're in this jeep. The mummy catches up with them and sort of jumps on the back of the jeep. Yeah. Rudy's there with his fucking bow and arrow, which is absolutely fine. Shoot the fucking mummy in the head is what I'm thinking. Like, would be the most logical thing. But he's like, no, no, no. Hand me a bit of the mummy's wrappings. Yeah. <laughs> I'll wrap it around an arrow and shoot a tree. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> rather than just shooting the mummy in the face. Yeah. He, he slowly unravels. And then, and then he does the... So, Catch you later, Band-Aid breath. Oh, 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 it's brutal. Brutal way she's put down. Oh, Classic oh. Shane Black right in there. How'd you, how'd you come back from that one? <laughs> see you later, Band-Aid breath. Oh, oh see you later, bandaged uh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was harsh. That was out of order. That was... Um, yeah. Um, but no, it was... It was it, just some of the things the characters just come out with like that. I just, yeah, I, I, I found it to be... It's one of the most 80s, the, the musical um, entourage, halfway, like, sorry, the montage, sorry, halfway through the film. Oh, it's the most, Jesus, yeah. It's the most 80s montage I think I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, and I don't understand what that, that incredibly 80s song has got to do with this film. No. In the slightest. How does it's it sound like, it's sort of like rocking in the place in the song? It's like, yeah. Oh, fuck, it was shit anyway. Yeah. It was, it was fucking shit. And that's like the one song in the whole film as well. Yeah. It is. It's, there's only one song in it, and I mean, there's even a bit when um, there's even a bit when uh, Dracula blows up their treehouse, doesn't he? But why the fuck has Dracula got so much dynamite? I know. Every time he walks around with a stick of dynamite, and I, he seems to. I, I don't know why, because he, he's holding one up when uh, when the when the dad approaches him and he holds him at gunpoint. Yeah. He's got. He seems to have unlimited dynamite. <laughs> It's, he randomly materialises a fucking the most goth car ever made. Yeah, at the beginning of the film, and he's just driving around with it in this like hearse with a skull mascot on the front of it, which is actually pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, but where did he get it from? Yeah, I, I don't know. He seems to have again convenient plot. There's a lot of convenient plot points in here, which I think, which I think we yeah, it's it's. <laughs> I mean, you just have to take it with a pinch of salt. I think um, the dynamite is odd, though, because I mean, he could have been anyone. He could have just been the fucking Unabomber. Yeah, it yeah. didn't need to be Dracula. It doesn't need to be. He doesn't need to have special powers. The only thing he does that's slightly supernatural is turning into a bat. Yeah. Other than that, he is just a madman going around with dynamite. It could. It, it yeah. could. Yeah, it could have been the shoe bomber. I mean. I mean yeah. it, it, <laughs> no, I can't. Does, uh, at one point he's got a cupboard full of schoolgirls as well which is fucking worrying yeah he does. I mean I mean yeah so he abducts I mean he could have just been a sort of uh, lone wolf terrorist rather than a supernatural <laughs> vampire uh, I mean there's there's also the stereotypical bit where they accuse the fat kid of farting which which Goldberg <laughs> Uh, did frequently in, in <laughs> Goldberg. It wasn't me. And uh, the, I think they're halfway through a dialogue about something else, and all of a sudden, just goes, "Oh man, <laughs> fat kid farted." Just, like, just it's another one of those. Just in case you forgot, the fat kid's fat. Yeah, they just shoehorned it in there. I think they were. Just, I think they were just going through a plan about what we're going to do. Uh, you know, we're dragging the. Ch- oh, fat kid farted. What is? Going- I think I. I think it's any time that they were just running out of material or running out of sort of plot points. Yeah. Just, let's just remind them that the fat kid's fat because his, his gigantic bloated toad face isn't enough. <laughs> I mean, I never saw him in anything else, fat kid. Um, I, I, he, I, do you know what? I actually looked this up yesterday uh, and I did see 
Where is he, Horace? Brent Chalham. Brent Chalham. Or Shalem. Um, he was in Quantum Leap. He was in, a, in an episode of Quantum Leap. I bet he couldn't leap very fucking far. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably, yeah, it's more of a quantum sit down. <laughs> quantum plod. <laughs> <laughs> the character that he played in Quantum Leap was called Bat Boy. Bat Boy. <clears throat> Bat boy, so uh, you yeah. that what you will. Yeah, it's, it's it, it definitely says bat and not batty. Yeah, uh, it's it's bat boy, batty boy. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I can't imagine. I, 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 I've never seen him in anything else. I, I couldn't picture him playing anything but a, a sort of a, a scared little fat kid. To be honest, scared so, little fat kid. I'm worried, yeah, I don't want to see him in anything else, quite honestly, because no. the sight of him fucking sickens me. <laughs> I love his out. I love his wardrobe though. It's brilliant. He does. He does have a cool wardrobe. Yeah. Oh, he's oh. like um, he's like you know Dennis Nedry from Jurassic Park. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's like him as a kid. <laughs> yeah. I love Dennis Nedry in Jurassic Park. Yeah. He's fucking great, isn't he? <laughs> Best character in the whole film, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> he is. He's brilliant. Uh 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 uh. uh. <laughs> that is from the film, by the way. That's not just Scott having a wank. Yeah. <laughs> that is the sound I make when I masturbate. Oh my god, you too! Yeah, uh, 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 uh. Mine's usually just oh, gently. <laughs> oh dear, I mean, do this all day. Uh, I mean, there's there's a, another bit like near the end where the army rock up. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, because the, the the small kid writes him a letter, doesn't he? The small kid, the small kid who's got the worst father in history. Um, <laughs> The small kid. That is one of the best scenes in the whole film, though. Oh, mate, he's he's dead. I mean, honestly, you'd, you'd rather have Joseph Fritzl looking after your kid. There's a <laughs> there's a there's a scene where this kid goes into his dad's room and says, "Dad, there's a monster in my closet," and uh, the dad just arrogantly goes in and goes, "Oh, there's a monster in your closet, is there?" And he opens up the door without even looking at it. He just goes, "Oh, get out of there, monsters!" Like really sarcastically to his son. Like, right now, go back to fucking bed. You're not sleeping with me and your mum. Fuck off. And basically, um, and then when you, what, what, the, the, the mummy is it the mummy's in the closet or is it Gil? Or is it the? It's the mummy. It is yeah, the mummy. But um, oh fuck me, the dad's a prick about it. I mean, just have a yeah. look in the closet for your son, your bell ends. The thing is, though, I would do the same thing. Yeah. Shut I... up. There is no such thing as monsters. Fuck off back to bed and leave me alone. Yeah. I'm trying to fuck your mum. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I can see the logic. There's me saying I'm this really patient father. Whenever Seth does anything above a, a sort of certain noise, I'm like, oh, shut up. Shut uh, up. Shut up. I'm gonna you are just about the right size to go out the window. <laughs> Remember that. <laughs> I will have your son. No, um... <laughs> I'm going to be sick. <laughs> But um, you got yeah. So Sean's dad also that there's there's marriage problems, aren't there, with the old detective? Uh, mm. he, oh yeah, there's there's a fucking unnecessary subplot. If ever you need it, one. it was very important. It doesn't really go anywhere either, does it? It, it, it no, it's not really. I mean, it's basically your stereotypical hardworking cop, and the wife's like, "Oh, you're too dedicated to your job, man." Um, yeah, and in the end, I think the whole well, because the whole point, yeah, she's pissed off because he's always working. Well, don't marry a policeman. Yeah, right. But but at the end of the film, that is essentially the message that they're trying to give the wife is don't marry a policeman if you want to spend time with your husband. Because he's like the whole thing is seems to be for him to just go see, <laughs> see, you see the shit I have to deal with, yeah. fucking werewolves, <laughs> Dracula, and you're worried about fucking marriage counselling. Fuck off and make my dinner. <laughs> That's a fair. That's a fair assessment. I mean, there are so many fucking films where it's a hardworking policeman who neglects his family. Um, mm. It's it's not a new premise by any means. I think about uh, Al Pacino and Heat, things like that. Like it's. it's I've, I've, I, I'm glad that you're referring to a film because the notion of Al Pacino in Heat is <laughs> an absolutely terrifying one. Can you imagine how fucking Randy he gets? <laughs> Have you seen Heat? It's fucking awesome. Do you know, I actually haven't, but I, uh, it's one of those, I was recently watching an interview with Al Pacino, um, which I obviously do regularly, uh, and he was talking about Heat, and, and it, it does sound bloody good. It's awesome, watch it. I mean, it's it's probably not a film that, because it, it, it's quite a, it's a great film, and, and it's mm. it's not particularly um, <laughs> paedophile heavy, um, it's probably not a film, it's probably not a film we could review on here, Um uh, but it's fucking, it's a cool film. Yeah, watch Heat. If, uh, yeah, you got three days, you got a bank holiday weekend. Watch Heat, you won't regret it. I'm going to do it. Uh, and I hope 
that the viewers at home will do it with me. Yeah, yeah. It's it's fucking he, he's a cool film, man. Um, yeah. Do you know what? I'm, I'm, don't be wrong. I've not finished talking about Monster Squad yet, but it suddenly occurred to me I actually haven't thought about my choice for the next episode yet. Um, so right, I'll get one. I'll get one. We've got. I mean, how, how, yeah. how far are we? I'll have, I'll have one by the end of the podcast. Oh, That's all right. I like it when it's off the cuff. Anyway. Yeah, man. man we're thirty five minutes. In I've got about fifteen minutes. So I'll think of something. Yeah, I bet you will. I bet you will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've never let me down so far. Oh, never ended story. Never ended story twos. Um, it's a fr- it's a front runner. Fuck. It's always there on the back burner, isn't it? In case we get desperate. <laughs> no, we uh, oh, we got some cool uh, feedback today. One of, one of my friends just started listening to our podcast in the last couple of weeks. So it's Scott McKenna who gave us some really cool feedback today. So uh, uh, yeah, that was cool. Did you see that? The most Scottish name I think I've ever heard. No, so he's not Scottish. Scott. Yeah, he's, he's well, no, we could, he, he might have Scottish blood. I've never asked him, but um, yeah, he's uh, thanks, Gomo. That was uh, that was cool feedback. Um, yeah, we're yet to, we're yet to really yeah. get any bad feedback yet. Actually, are we really? I mean, yeah, well, I think that's just most of the people that we know being very kind. Yeah, it's true. Actually, I mean, I've I've had people <laughs> give me I'd like say to me, oh, you should do this, you should do that, blah blah blah. Um, I mean, no. I, 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 I thought I thought people would criticise a different story episode where we just spent forty five minutes just saying, "But that was shit." Wasn't it? Um, but well, maybe they agree. Yeah. Well, you do, know. well, do you know what? I think. I mean, when it comes down to it, I think the film, the films themselves, just give us something to talk about, don't they? They're just kind of in place to kind of be a sort of. It's just. It's just a vehicle for our ex, fucking ex, hilarious comedy. Exactly. People tune in for our back and forth, mate. They don't give a. No one's gonna. No one's gonna have fucking seen this film. I'm telling you that now. None of these jokes, right? None of these fucking jokes are gonna land with anyone. No one's fucking. I haven't seen this film, and I love an obscure '80s film. This was very much. Do you know what? In my defence, I didn't know nobody had seen it because I'd seen I've seen it many times. Yeah, do you know what? I, yeah, do you know? I think to be fair, we're doing a good mix though because I think I'm picking you sort of broader films like the Ghostbusters and and Hook, mm-hmm. like films that most people are going to have seen. And I'd imagine my pick today is probably going to be similar. I'm I'm thinking I'm, I'm it's a toss up for me at the moment between I'm thinking the Goonies. Uh, yeah. um, again, I was just thinking Fat Kid. Uh, uh, weird older guy that hangs around with the kids in terms of his stuff. Um, uh, I think there's, right. there's plenty to be unpicked there, but there's also... Well, film- let's, let's save something for the episode. <laughs> <laughs> my, my next pick is going to be, I'm going to keep the, the obscure theme going and I'm going to pick, uh, it's a, a favourite, a childhood favourite of mine. It's a German art house film called How the Woodpecker Cries. Oh. Fuck me. You are pulling them out of fucking... <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> is that? No, I made it up. I made it up. It doesn't exist. It might exist. I don't know. Oh, fuck me. I was going to say, I might skip that. I might skip that episode. So you just want to listen to an hour of, you just want to listen to an hour of Mike talking to himself. <laughs> Tune into episode 10. <laughs> uh, can't wait for that one. <laughs> well, the, the other the other one I'm thinking of doing, if not the Goonies, uh, was mm. maybe... I, I don't know if this is a film you would have seen or called The Sandlot. Do you know the Sandlot? I've never seen that. I've oh, never seen it. Sandlot's cool. That might have to be the pick then, man. The Sandlot's cool. Yeah. Sandlot's cool. Yeah. It's about a well, I'll tell you what, you you entertain the viewers. I'll just see if it's on Netflix or, <laughs> or Amazon Prime so I don't have to fucking pay for it. Yeah. I mean, I know the Goonies is. So, yeah. If, if it, I mean, to be honest, I want to do both of them. Whatever I don't pick in this episode, I'll probably pick in my next choice. So it doesn't really matter what order we do it in. So, uh I'd uh, right. happily go Goonies next episode. Don't bother me. But I'll, I'll, I'll let you know my choice at the end. Um, oh, there you go. Get, keep him fucking wanting more. Yeah, absolutely, man. I, I'm still, I'm still debating between the two, but I think, I think it's between those two. I, I think, I think is is the go. Um, mm. Well, I'd be interested. I mean, I, you know, I can always watch the Goonies because it is a classic. Is that uh, directed by Steve, Steven Spielberg? I think no. I don't think it was Spielberg. I think the Goonies was was it George Lucas? No. Uh, I think he. I think he may have been the executive producer. It was oh, no, it was, it was it was Richard Donner uh, that I'm thinking of. Oh, it was Richard Donner, yeah. yeah, 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 Richard Donner, man, fucking absolute legend director. Yeah, they call, they call him the kebab man. Um, <laughs> 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 I don't call him the kebab. Oh, that was just me. That was no one else calls him it. Oh, they probably don't know what kebabs are in America, but um, they call him that because of his odd female genitalia. <laughs> Badly wrapped kebab. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> they don't need kebabs in America. They're fat enough. Um, I think I think they do have kebabs. I just don't think they call them doner kebabs. They probably call it doner kebab. Yeah, kebabs. No kebabs. Yeah, no, I'd say so. It, it's definitely Richard Donner because I remember I watched because uh, I'm a bit of a fucking nerd for the Goonies. I watched the film with the fucking uh, commentary. And it had Richard Donner and all of the cast, original cast, like Corey Feldman and Sean Astin and all that. Uh, so, yeah, I, I watched and, that. Uh, uh, and the other one. Uh, uh, there was, oh, the fucking kid, the kid who played Short Round in Indiana Jones. Uh, the Korean kid. Um, I don't know his name. No, I don't know his name. Besides, we can't go too much into good news because it might be my next episode. So, um, yeah. That's a good point. We should probably start. Well, um, we have... Uh, I mean, it's probably that time of the episode again, isn't it? Oh, okay. Well, do you know what? It was funny when we were watching Monster. When I was watching Monster Squad and sort of the werewolf burst, <laughs> burst out of his shirt, and there was a load of hair on his back. I did think to myself, "Is there a way to to, to sit this?" So, so it's that time, is it? We're going with the uh, yep. with what you lovingly refer to as Yeti. I'm still Yeti. I'm still yet to tell my friend about this. Um, and well, let's let's uh, if he doesn't listen, why don't why not wait till we actually get a taker and then we can surprise. Him. To be to be fair, he's not easily embarrassed. I doubt he'd give a fuck anyway. But I, I, I think I've only met him once or twice. But that certainly seems to be my assessment. Yeah, he's pretty laid back. I, I don't think he'd give a shit to be honest. But um, I'll probably. I think I've seen him this weekend, so I'll probably mention it. By the way, oh, do, by, yeah. by the way, you are a feature of our podcast. Um, <laughs> we haven't said your name, but we haven't said his anyone name. knows, they'll know. We haven't said his name, but most of our viewers know me, and therefore probably know him. So, <laughs> if you're not, if you've met Scott's mates, he's the hairiest one. <laughs> Although, do you know what? To be fair, we've had a few people follow us on social media this week. I don't know if they're your friends, but there's a few names that I don't recognise. So I don't know if we're starting to get a starting to get starting to get viewers outside of the uh, outside of the social group. Well, you can definitely guarantee they're not my friends, mate. Yeah, because <laughs> I don't have any, and that's how I like it. <laughs> Yeah, just, uh, just here with my cat. I think I think, I think, I think we're starting to get a broader audience. There's, I think the last four or five people to follow us on Instagram, and Facebook. I don't know who they are. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, good stuff. Thank you for listening, new people. Yeah. Uh, carry on um, because it's going to be very nice yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so um, let me check the uh, the mailbox. <laughs> Uh, oh, um, oh, hang on. We have had. Unfortunately, Yeti Watch has been uh, <laughs> has not been successful this week. But we have had a uh, an email yep. from a fan. Ooh. We've actually had got fan mail. Uh, oh, um, well, okay. Uh, oh God, that's oh, for shit the, or something. <laughs> for, for the purpose of the podcast, I'm going to pretend that it's just somebody randomly emailing us and not one of my friends <laughs> <laughs> it says uh it's, it's from elliot higgs uh it says what's up guys loving your work funny as fuck oh, thank you thank you thank elliot. you yeah cheers elliot i loved you at et uh, <laughs> that's the lead character no i wasn't calling him an alien that's the elliot's the lead character's name sorry don't mean to offend you elliot higgs i wasn't saying you were an alien uh just elliot's the he's the kid in et right he is the kid in E.T. No, this, this Elliot isn't the kid in E.T. It's a different person. Yeah, it was a lazy joke. I heard the name earlier. I went, yeah, I loved you in E.T. I already regret it. Let's move on. What did he say? Uh, he said, it would be great to hear you guys review one of my favourite ever sci-fi movies, mm-hmm. Contact. Contact? Oh, I'd happily do yeah. Contact. I'd happily do yeah. Contact. Yeah, I mean, we said we'd start throwing it out to... Um, we said we'd start throwing it out to, to, to um, requests at some point. I think we said we we're going to do it after episode 10, but I'd happily do Contact. I like that film. Yeah, uh, he goes on to say, not sure why it doesn't have better reviews, but it's awesome. And I think you two would do a great do- job of reviewing it. Oh, cheers, mate. If you don't want an awesome yeah. review, don't come to us. We're just going to make pedo jokes about it for an hour. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I'm going to have to screen it first to see if there is enough, there's going to be enough there for us to go on. Yeah, do you know um, what? Yeah, I haven't seen Contact in a long time. I mean, the name itself implies that there's some kind of misgivings. Oh, <laughs> Contact. Um, yeah. Yeah. If only the first word was inappropriate, then we would be <laughs> onto a fucking. We could probably do an hour and a half on that at least. <laughs> um, but no, I'd, I'd happily. Um, I'd, I'd give contact. Yeah, lot, yeah, we'd have to. We'll have to screen it. I mean, there, there, there is going to be people request films that I think they're just going to want us to do. But the fact is, we're going to need films that we can take the piss out of. Because if it's just yeah, exactly. Of- I mean, don't don't send us stuff like Schindler's List. Yeah. Oh, fuck me, yeah. Or the boy in the striped pyjamas. I mean, there's not really a lot to be had there. It's, it's just a fucking Holocaust movie. Um, 
I mean, I suppose there is a bit to be had, but um, uh, but yeah, we we uh, yeah, there's got to be a certain type of there's got to be a healthy mix of being good, but also um, with with uh, a few things we can take the piss out of on there. Because if the film's mm. too good, we're just going to spend ages fucking saying what a great like, like for example, my favorite film's Goodfellas. Can't think of anything dodgy with Goodfellas. So if we ever reviewed that, I'd just spend an hour saying I fucking love that film. <laughs> And yeah, I watched that again recently, and uh, it it stands up. It's fucking it, it holds it holds up. Sorry, it's, it's, fucking, yeah, it's a fucking excellent film. It's fucking great. Um, I mean, right? Do we? Do you have anything? Uh, any more points you wanted to make on Monster Squad? Um, um, I don't really. I mean, it's uh, yeah. I think we've we've covered all the good stuff. Um, I definitely recommend watching it if you are into eighties films, though, because it's it's. I think it's good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was cool. And and there was that's, that's, that's yeah. It was it was a good choice. And that there was definitely a bit of a bit of nonsense to be. I mean, look. I mean, the fucking German guy alone. Um, <laughs> the German guy alone was 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 one. And and just yeah, the fucking five year old girl who just. <laughs> seems to be treated like a 25 year old prostitute I don't know why um, but yeah it was good, oh, it was good. Um, throw back to what sorry carry on buddy no I was just going to say there's one bit uh, we should probably mention is that the only black guy in the entire film gets killed yes so uh, yeah that inherent racism of the past is yeah. definitely fucking coursing through this movie yeah also constantly he's he's quite cocky isn't he oh, did you, how many times does he call himself a good police officer in that fucking film a, a very good do you know I'm, I'm, I'm very good I'm very good at my job like, alright mate Turn it in. Well, it's the eighties. I don't think black people were getting a lot of praise back then, so maybe he's, you know, he's just doing it for his own self-esteem's sake. Mm, it's true. It's true. But uh, no, he he was he was the sort of Winston of the movie. Like you found like just a token black guy they just threw in there. Um, but, it's a shame. Yeah, but well, Winston Winston survived. To be fair, he didn't die. Winston Winston survived Ghostbusters, um, and he and he loves that town. I love this town. <laughs> New York City. I mean, I just, just, sorry, I don't want to throw back to old episodes. But literally, he just—I think he, in both Ghostbusters films, he just randomly makes a comment about how much he loves New York, and it's just not relevant to the scene in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, stop me, just going. I love this podcast. <laughs> so that's probably a condition. So the city of New York probably only let him film in New York if somebody says something positive about it, <laughs> especially at the time because weren't they in the middle of like like garbage? strikes and lots and lots of crime and yeah yeah i think so um, yeah the crack epidemic <laughs> i mean <laughs> I, I, I imagine being on crack and bumping into a fucking giant marshmallow monster it would blow your fucking mind <laughs> i mean to be honest with you that's probably the one time where it wouldn't blow my mind <laughs> <laughs> i'd be expecting something like that to happen <laughs> not that i've ever smoked crack I'd... no i'm yet to have that privilege one day it's on the it's on the bucket list Yep, still saving up. Indeed, indeed. Right, okay. So, I guess uh, we're like 47 minutes in. As we've covered the film, I should probably confirm my choice for the next episode. Uh, oh, yes. We also, we also need to rate Monster Squad, because that's how we're signing off now, as per my, my missus' suggestion, right? Thanks, Maddie. Yeah, thank you, Maddie. Um, I will just make a comment as well. One of the one of the things on Hook, that, about, about the Hook episode last week, uh, I had a lot of good <laughs> feedback at that. <laughs> gathering around his grave i must say my missus can verify this right i was still laughing about that while i was lying in bed about (laughs) (laughs) oh well that makes me happy that's a good way to kick off the weekend a bit of positive feedback from my partner honestly i'm i am not i'll I'll confess i'm not the easiest person to make laugh but that fucking tickled me like i wouldn't believe Oh, please! It seems to, seems to still be working its magic. So, honestly, uh, it was about it was about midnight, and I was just fucking chuckling to myself. My missus just turned around half asleep and went, "You chuckling at the fat kid comment about his grave again?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> still laughing. Oh, good stuff. I carry on in that vein then, point, pointing out the mortality <laughs> of uh, obese children. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear right okay um i will go with let's start with one that we can watch and one that people know let's go with goonies for next episode yes i think we'll go with goonies i think i'll save the sandlot the sand sandlot's on the agenda it'll probably be my next pick but i think i think goonies i think uh it's from there it's it's not dissimilar to to, to uh monster squad in in in, in terms <laughs> of yeah it's i don't know i think that'd be a good one to do um so yeah we're gonna go with uh Goonies for next episode. Um, I can't believe we haven't got to that one sooner, actually. 
Yeah, do you know what? I, I I guess I was trying to sort of pick ones that weren't sort of too obvious, but do you know what? I think mm. I think we've got a good mix. I'm picking the more sort of broader ones. You're picking the more obscure ones. I think we've got a good mix. Um because mm-hmm. because because we want we want ones that because pe- people are telling me I'm getting told by people that they're enjoying the jokes even if they haven't necessarily seen the films. But the fact is, if they know what the scenes we're talking about, it's it's better, isn't it? Because they're they're, oh, yeah. they're kind of in it. So if we if we if we do, yeah, I think I think um, if you're introducing films people haven't seen before, that's a cool way to do it. And if I bring, if I sort of tend to pick films that are a little bit more well known, I think that's I think I think that's a good mix, my friend. Absolutely, and tune in in two weeks' time for how the woodpecker cries. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm going to see if there's anything even remotely like that. Because uh, if, if <laughs> I thought you'd been serious, yeah. and you said a German art house film could win the Woodpecker Cries, I believed you. I mean, considering that was off the cuff, you were just so good. I am at improv, man. You were very good at improv. Uh, I, I, I genuinely, I, 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 I have supported every choice you've made. But I, as soon as you said that, I thought, what the fuck is it going on about? <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, we'll leave that one. No, no. I think of, I think of something exciting for my next pick. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, no, your picks have been good so far. Team Wolf was a good pick. This one's been mm-hmm. good. This one, I've never seen this film before, and it was good to me to watch it. So, no, I think I think we keep keep going how we're going, man. Winner, winner, winner. All right, cool. Well, I guess we've got to rate the film now before we sign off. So, um, what are you? I'll let, I'll let you go first because you've never seen it. Yeah, sure. So, I liked it. Um, I'd watch it again. At the same time, it's not going to go down to my all-time classics. I'll give it. I'll give it a solid seven. Okay. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm going to go eight because, like I say, it was one that I absolutely loved as a kid. Yeah. Um, now that I've watched it back, obviously it is quite dated. There is very little in terms of actual. Uh, runtime yeah yeah <laughs> it's just quite disappointing but yeah no it's still still a good watch so i'm glad i'm glad i did it's a good watch and it was a good pick because there was there was some fucking dodgy moments in it so uh yeah i think it was in keeping with the films we we like to review so uh no yeah I'm solid sorry. seven so uh all right cool well um i guess this will be the bit where i try and sign off the episode for five minutes and mike keeps things well, going uh, <laughs> um, before before you do that i yeah. think haven't haven't you got a gig to plug yeah, well, actually, do you know what? I, I'm I'm going to be looking because um, I, I've mentioned it before, I think, on here, but I I, I do um do do a bit of stand up comedy, and um, he doesn't like to talk about it. Though. I don't like to talk about it. No, no, I don't like to mention it. But um, oh, it's all about self promotion, mate. If I don't mention it, no, I mean, no one comes to my gigs anyway. If I don't fucking mention it, I've got no chance. Um, hey, I'm proud of you, so you plug away. Hey, man, it's got to be done. Uh, so yeah, I'm uh, I'm going to be doing a gig. Well. I'm going to be going uh, to doing quite a few gigs in London in the next month because th- th- this gig I've got coming up is in June. But I, before I plug the details on that one, I don't know because it might be a private affair. It might be uh, it might be a party that I am doing. So, um, but I am going to be posting my gigs that I'm going to be doing in and around sort of various open mic nights and stuff in London. So yeah, I'll be posting them on my own social media page, and who knows, I might even use I might even use our our, our podcast page to uh, to plug myself because because uh, why fucking not. I hope you do. I hope you do. And uh, similarly, I will probably turn up to many of these gigs and uh, force you to plug the podcast. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I'll do this. I'll plug my stand up on the podcast and I'll plug the podcast on my stand up. It's got to be done, man. Mm, there's your melting pot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you can have a go at someone, have a go at him. <laughs> fatty, fatty toad boy. Um, anyway, I guess we better wrap things up there. So, um, yeah, this was episode eight. Fucking hell, eight episodes on um, hey. I know on a on a monster squad. So uh, next week we'll be doing the Goonies episode nine. We're, again, we're aim to get it out on Friday. Um, so yeah, have a good bank holiday weekend, everybody. Um, have a lovely bank holiday weekend. Yeah. And listen, let's just to get serious on a serious note, right? You fuckers, <laughs> don't whatever you do, go smoking all the cheese. I can't believe this is our sign off. Don't go smoking <laughs> the cheese, everybody, and see you next week. Happy time for you. Bye. Love you. (laughs)